Hello, and welcome to another episode of the WLC podcast, hosted by me, Wendy Lloyd Curley, a consultant and leader in the direct selling industry. The goal of this podcast is to help consultants and leaders in direct sales and party plan to be more confident, professional, and confident in their business. And yes, I said confident twice. Available on my team's online training portal, or you can subscribe on iTunes. I like to start my podcasts with a one-breath meditation for all of us to take a big deep breath in through the nose and out through the mouth. Okay, here we go. All right, that feels great. Let's get started. Today's topic is all about the phone. I find the phone to be one of the best tools ever invented. I have an iPhone. I don't know what kind of phone you have. It could be a a Samsung or an Android or an iPhone or maybe you don't even have a mobile phone, but you'd be one of the rare. I think it's really important that we embrace the telephone. And we have so much connectivity with phones these days. We can check our Facebook, our Instagram, our Twitter feeds. We can check our emails. We can look at our online systems and go on to Google. We can use it for a a mapping software to get to our, our parties. We can use it for so many things. And we can use it for what it was intended to be used for. And that's what I'm talking about today. Why don't we use our phones as phones? Now let me explain why the phone is such an important element of my business. I've trained in the past, and I think I've mentioned it on the podcast before, that communication has three parts to it. The three parts of communication are, first of all, the actual words that you say. And when you type out a message, those are the actual words that you've typed out, whether it's an email or a text message or written. Those are the words. The second element is the tone, and that's what you're listening to right now. The reason that the podcasts are so effective is you can hear the tone in my voice. You can hear the lisp in my in my S's. You can hear the smile, I think, when I smile. And you can definitely understand what I'm saying more than you would hear if you were just reading this off of the page. And the third element of communication is the most important element. And we're missing that completely on the podcast. And that's what I look like. It's the nonverbal. It's the little gleam in the eye, the hand movements I might be using, the whether or not I'm paying attention to you or if I'm actually looking off into the distance and doing something else that I should probably not be doing while I'm supposed to be paying attention to you. It's people checking their phones when you're talking to them. It's a little glance at the watch face in order to see if you should be somewhere else instead of where you are. All the nonverbal cues are really important and when you are only using social media, texting, and private messages, you're not getting the full elements of that. So the phone doesn't have the nonverbal cues, but it does bring tone in and it enables me to really grow my business in a way that's much more effective than if I only use text messages and private messages. 
and I actually combine both tools together. I often will leave someone a voice message first and then I'll send them a text saying something like, I left you a voicemail with all of the details so please check it out and then give me a call. Something like that. Or I might, if I made a phone call to them and they didn't answer, I might say please send me a text when it's a better time for me to call. And that way they know I really do want to speak with them. So combining those two methods is an awful, awful good idea as well. But let's just take it back a minute. I'd like to just share with you the three things that might happen when you make a telephone call. The first thing is they might actually answer the phone. Oh, shock horror. What do you do now? Well, the first thing I like to do is make sure it's a good time for them to talk. So I introduce myself and make sure they know who I am. And then I say, do you have a short minute for a quick call? Notice that I'm just trying to make sure that they know that it's not a long time that I want to talk to them. It's a, a quick one. And all of my telephone calls are quick. If I need five minutes, I will specifically ask them for five minutes. Do you have time for a quick five-minute telephone call? And if they do, they'll tell me they do. And if they don't, they'll say they don't. And if they're not sure why I'm calling, they might hesitate a little bit, but say, sure, but what it's about. Now, one of the things that's really important is getting to the point. And I like to tell them it's a quick call about my business. And the reason I'm calling is X, Y, or Z. Either I'm calling because I've sent you an email with all of our monthly specials and I'm really interested in finding out what you think of them. So if you've had time to look at it, let me know. And if you haven't, I hope you'll have a look and then tell me whether or not there's something I can help you with. And they usually thank me and I say goodbye. Or I might be calling them to confirm a party booking. I'm calling about the business, just wanted to confirm our party booking and go through a couple of items that I think will be important to make it a success for you. Perfect. Or another reason for calling might be, I met you at the party last night and I really would like to talk to you about coming to one of our upcoming business information meetings where you can find out more about selling the product yourself because I think that you'd be really good at it and I'd love for you to see what the opportunity looks like. So do you see that I got to the point very quickly and I always had a reason for calling. One of my favorite words is because. I'm calling you because. I'm calling you about my business because. All right? Now, there's plenty of other coaching that I could do on that, but in the interest of time, there's another thing that might happen when you make a phone call, and it happens more often than not. It is the voice message, and I would like to give you permission and, in fact, encouragement to always leave a voice message. I know that times are changing and that generations do things different ways, but people who have voice messages set up tend to eventually listen to them and they can hear the tone in your voice. And if you are friendly and open-minded and willing to listen and encouraging them in a positive way and not in a desperate way to do business with you and to get back in touch with you or to take your call when you call back. 
it will go a thousand times more than a missed call that is just a lost opportunity. Leave a message, no matter what age they are, no matter what they do for a living, no matter who they are in your customer cycle, whether they're a new prospect, a good customer, a new customer, a host that you've had for a long time, or a consultant that's already on your team, no matter what, leave them a friendly voice message. It will go far. For my voice messages, I do like to let them know that I will definitely call them back at a different time, but if they are interested, they can call me back on this number, and I tell them the phone number. The third thing that might happen is nothing. It might not answer at all. It might go to a busy signal, or it might go to one of those messages that says, please email me or text me. And you know what I do? I follow their instructions. I email or I text them. And if it goes to a busy signal, or if I feel like they've cut me off, it probably means they're busy. It doesn't mean they don't like me. And I want you to really feel confident about that. Telephone calls are an important element of your business, and reaching out to people is an important way to get in touch with them. Using it in combination with text messages and social media will grow your business, and you need to use it as a business tool. I think the last thing that I'd like to tell you is that often people will ask me, how many times should I try to call someone until I give up? And I don't think you'll believe me, I say that the answer to that is never give up until they ask you to stop calling. Leave messages that are friendly, maybe leave them less frequently as time goes by, but if you took an action item to call them and told them that you would, then keep calling. Call them five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten times and leave a friendly message each time. Giggle at yourself and at them for being such busy people and let them know that you'll try again later and then do. Ask them and give them the opportunity to tell you that you don't need to call them back. Here's how I do that. Hey, listen, should I keep calling you back and asking you this or should I just stop? And let them answer. They won't tell you to stop calling unless they really mean it. And if they really mean it, they're doing you a favor. Those are my tips and hints for the phone, and I really hope that you'll practice them. And I really hope that I've given you some inspiration to, to try making more phone calls and to keep track of the phone calls you do make. Every day, just make a list of the calls that you've made and what the results are and who you need to call back again and when. And soon you'll get into a habit like I'm in, where every day you've got a little list of phone calls to make, you make them, and then you go on to something else. And that's it for this week. This is Wendy Lloyd Curley. You've listened to another WLC podcast. Thanks for listening. Talk to you next time.